Well, the uh, continuing saga of Ethan Crumley and Oxford High School and the legal challenges of that continue. And as I mentioned at the start of the show, it sure seems like we spend more time talking about the parents' cases than his. Should the parents of Ethan Crumley face charges, judges picked apart both arguments during the appeal process of this, this is in all the headlines today. Todd Flood joins us to talk about this. He's been with us before from Flood Law. Todd, well, thanks for coming on. What was your take of thanks, the, uh, the latest uh, developments here? We heard from, from the parents. Uh, their lawyers want the charges dismissed, which seems like a stretch, but... Uh, and then again, that's what the that's what they said. They said the charges are a stretch. What do you think? I actually think the charges um, will stand up. Um, the defense is going to argue duty and foreseeability. What was the duty of the parents? Does the parents have a duty to make sure that uh, their son's not going to go into school with a gun and and shoot up the place and kill people? Um, the, the answer to that question to me is simple. You can't leave a gun in the possession uh, or in an unlocked box when a kid or a child is in a crisis mode, knowing that he is going through a crisis or whatever it is, you know, hallucinating or depression or spiraling. You can't put a gun in easy access to that child's hands. Is it reasonably foreseeable if he's a threat to himself or others based on everything they knew? It's clear, um, you know, Thanksgiving and 21, uh, he takes uh, he goes to the gun range. The pictures are there. He goes to the gun range with his mom. His mom is shooting target to practice with the son for early Christmas present. The son goes up to the mom on the shooting range on film. You, you can see it. And Ethan guides the mother on how to shoot the target and take the, the, the safety off. Three days later, he takes that gun into Oxford, into the bathroom, takes it out of his backpack, and then the rest is history. So, well, I think it's so is the prosecution saying that you should have known that your son was disturbed and a disturbed kid should have no access to a weapon, period? Why'd you buy him the gun? Why'd you take him training, whatever? Or are they saying... You left a gun in in easy access for uh, a, a minor, and and therefore your you know carelessness rather than your parenting is the reason that you're culpable. So you gotta you gotta make you gotta hit every ingredient in the recipe for involuntary manslaughter. You first, have to establish a duty. The duty is you have to make your gun safe. Two. If you don't make your son gun safe, is it reasonably foreseeable that someone of his mental state would do harm? So, yes. Did you use ordinary care to prevent that from happening? So those elements are met. That's the gross negligence standard for us. If you left the cases in the state of Michigan, we have them. It's not unheard of when a father had left his gun unlocked, the shotgun in the bedroom where two kids were playing and one kid shot the other child, a very young child. It wasn't unreasonably or un, uh, 
a stretch that that was reasonably foreseeable that that would happen. The father got charged with involuntary manslaughter. It stood up. And as a matter of fact, that case was cited when the when the crumblies were bound over uh, out of the district court. So the three things, was there a duty? Yes, there was to make your gun safe. Was it reasonably foreseeable that Ethan Crumbly in the state he was in would have done harm to himself or others, especially when he was drawing out um, and was basically having those hallucinations prior to the 30th uh, of November? Yes, and the parents knew about it. That evidence was put in. Um, Could you have done and used uh, care, you failed to act. You failed to give ordinary care to a kid in crisis. That's enough to hit that definition mm. of gross negligence. That's why I think it's reasonable that the court would uphold the bind over in this case goes to trial. Does that set precedent? I'm sorry. Go ahead. Go ahead. I was going to say, does this set precedence for other cases? Because there's a lot of bad parenting out there. In future cases, it may not be where they bought the gun and let them shoot it, but does this set precedence now for parents being responsible for their children? Well, Kenny, uh, b- before Todd answers that, play, let's play this cut from one of the parents uh, of, of, of the victims, Andrea Jones, because that's exactly what she suggests. Cut 22 here. Makes sense so, to me. Yeah. With Todd, now, Todd, go ahead and answer the question. Yeah, I think she's spot on. Um, each case and each facts uh, uh, pattern, you know, uh, address the issues. And um, I, something she raises there to me really strikes home with regards to trained, certified uh, counselors knowing the crisis and the peril that Ethan Crumbly was in. <clears throat> and still, we, you know, there was no action taken. I think that's more than reasonably foreseeable, especially when you're trained in that. And one of the things that is if you just ask one simple question to the Oxford students, and you're not going to get this in Berkeley, you're not going to get this in, in Gross Point, but in Oxford, you, you, they have a hunting club and a shooting club. Everyone knows that you know, there's a prevalence of guns. Why wouldn't you ask the simple question if there's a hunting club? Is this kid in the hunting club? Does this kid have a gun? You know, you would want to know, counselor, you're trained. So the parents and, you know, the school there, it it begs the question, where were the professionals? But I I think you have to take it. uh, And, Kenny, you raise a great question. Uh, The precedents out there, um, you you have to look at the facts. You have to look at the facts of the case. Well, I think, think, Todd, uh, and, and, and everybody, if they don't, end up convicting them on something for responsibility for this if they come to the conclusion that look this could happen to any parent and it's no big deal i I don't i don't think anybody's going to be prepared for the hell that's going to rain down on that and i think that there's some pressure Uh pressure in the community uh that's that's going to be felt in, in this case to at least do something with these parents uh whether that's fair or not is for greater minds than mine. Todd, thank you for well, coming on. Really appreciate your being with us. Yeah, thank you, Mitch. Uh, Todd, you all be well. Thank you. Todd, Todd Flood joining us here at 760 WJR.